Be brave enough to fight off despair. If you're a Gundam pilot, a new type, you can do it. Welcome to New Type Flash. This is a podcast where every other week we come to you with Gundam Universal Century in a more or less chronological order. This week we are coming to you with Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta episode 29. With us this week we have Scotty P. A runaway Rue is when you don't use enough flour. And Lou? Oh, Scotty, that, that made me sad. Sorry. Sorry. That was like, that was like a dad joke if I ever heard. <laughs> I thought of that one while I was eating dinner and didn't tell it to anyone until right now. <laughs> I've been holding on to that for three hours. <laughs> it's been torture. It's been two and a half hours. And I had to Google, wait, was it flour or fat? Flour. Yeah, so episode 29, Runaway Roo. It's here. Uh, so we we left off at the end of the last episode with Roo being a bitch to Judo. Um, I was just thinking, is, is, is she a runaway Roo because uh, her attitude's gotten away from her? What's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, well... She resumed being a bitch to Joe, um, but let's we'll, we'll, let's uh, build up some context. And actually, in in the uh, in the pre-roll to the episode where Judo kind of narrates things like he does, um, he actually says that he cannot hold Pool accountable for Lena's death, uh, and that children are always victims of war. Like I I don't know how to much how much to ever like hold these on as canon, but like this seems to be at least Judo's thoughts uh about the situation so i thought it was worth mentioning this time around i i always interpret these as like they're canon but it's you know we're seeing what's happening in real time in the episodes and then when we get the voiceover it's like him later giving context to what was happening like it's like it's, it's, like it's his his captain's log what, what do they call it? his outbrief no no his like debriefing <laughs> at the yeah. end of the war right they're debriefing him after after this long ass mission he's been that's like that's kind of how i always tell myself so like if if something doesn't really make sense i just think oh this is later after he's had some perspective like he was pissed off in the moment because elena and he's blaming paul and you know three months from now he's had some time to realize like paul didn't have do anything wrong she was trying to help and yeah yeah, yeah. and he also puts in a little nugget here about how they were they had to, you know, flee from Haman's fleet and they had to get back to the Argama so they weren't able to retrieve Lena's body. Yep. Yep. Um so Judo has locked himself inside the core fighter out of grief and um Astonage has been uh tasked with dragging it inside the Argama and uh peeling Judo out. Um the Argama hasn't received any orders for the Aldumla, so we kind of mentioned at the end of the last episode that the Gundam team, the Argama, and the Aldumla are all in the similar area, but apparently, like, they immediately, like, went separate ways, uh, and didn't really, like, meet up with each other. Um, so we, we, yeah, the Argama has not received any sort orders from, uh, Karaba or the Aldumla. Uh, and Bright's kind of like wonder what's going on here. Yeah, he says something like they're late, and it kind of made me infer that maybe they did have at least some communication, and there's some kind of plan. And yeah, it's not going to plan at the moment. Well, I think we knew like they were all supposed to be meeting up at Dakar to fight off the Neo Zeon forces, so maybe there wasn't like 
a part two to that plan. Um, so the Hyakushiki is in for repairs due to the sand being all in the joints, uh, but at least they're out of the desert for now. Um, and we we see uh, this is like a thing for this whole episode of Beach and Mondo, like doing some repairs for the, the Hyakushiki. Um, Rue is pissed off that Judo is acting childish over his sister's death, um, and she's being very loud about it. Um, and they drag the core fighter inside and like, they, they open up the hatch and actually, no, they don't open up the hatch quite yet, but they look inside and they see judo and he, uh, he looks kind of like a zombied out kind of reminds me of, uh, of the scenes with Amaro and Camille where they're just kind of like, uh, catatonic in their rooms or whatnot. Yeah. They got that PTSD, like thousand yards there thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so L mentions that Judo can't sense Lena anymore, uh, to Rue and, um, Rue's kind of like, that's dumb. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not real. And L goes on to say like, well, humans used to have the innate ability to sense each other. Uh, but now that we rely on machines too much, we can't do it anymore. Um, so, uh, Rue gets pissed off and says that you know judo isn't a perfect new type yet uh and he needs to like grow up and do a better job of being a new type yeah she i don't know i don't know really where the like you shouldn't care that your sister died thing how that feeds into being a new type like i, I don't know i didn't really understand her perspective here she just got super super like dark all of a sudden i don't really i don't really get it she is for whatever reason, I think just because she's in like, we're battling an enemy that could kill us all mode. I think going, why is our ACE pilot wallowing in emotion? This is a war. Rah. And it's funny because yeah, the, like the one with the rare moment of wisdom here, kind of just staring at her directly saying like, don't bug him is beach. Yeah. 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 It says, look, sometimes people just want to be left alone. You should do that. Yep. Yep. And uh, the interesting too is she's she's being kind of a bitch about it, right? And and like normally when we are talking about someone being an asshole about something, no one else really sees. Like it, everyone is like Rue's being a bitch right now, it, it, which is kind of an interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and and Mondo still seems super intent on repairing the Yakushiki, and L seems to be weirded out by him a little bit or at least wary like what are these guys up to like whenever they're doing something that's productive it's usually because they're going to steal something and cause problems yeah well and and they gave mondo petroleum jelly they said we're out of oil here's vaseline and you have another beach moment where he's like well, hang on no no we're trying to fix a mobile suit's knee like come on we're no he's he's not gonna go fuck it um, so yeah, uh, Rue is still pissed and heads over to the, the core fighter and is trying to, um, get Judo out of it. Um, and Paul is like, no, let Judo have his space. Um, and they argue some more and, uh, you know, you just get this idea that Rue is only focused on the mission and not on the people right now. 
Um, and she forces the cockpit open. There's there's a cockpit open button on the outside of the of the ship, which you know that sounds like a good idea, really good idea. Um, it's just like on the outside. It's like a button and a switch. I think like doot doot. Um, and uh, she forces the cockpit open and is shocked that see to see that Judo has basically bloodied his hands and cracked the screen and in, in rage. So he's like sl- just like punched the screen until it breaks and like cut up cut his hands open. Um, Rue t- tries telling Judo that people die all the time. Uh, and they just have to move past the pain and get over it. Uh, and they're in a war, so he should just rediscover his will to fight. She just kind of bullies him here. Yeah. Like, and then he, yeah, finally just has enough and pushes her. And she's kind of looking like, why? Like, um, oh. Yeah, she, she calls him a baby, and he just finally just, like, gets up and runs away. Uh, and Astonage goes, nope, no, sir, flight risk. Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Tackles him and says he's going to prevent him from doing something stupid. Um, so flash over to Haman. Haman says that she is going to prevent the Argama and, Car- and Karaba from meeting up. Why are they um, looking at a picture of a sunflower in a dark room? I, I, I give up asking these questions. Questions. It's it's art, Scotty. They're they're sophisticated. Remember, let me sophisticate. That's all I can figure. My five second listen. Five seconds of googling did not give me an answer as to what that might mean. So it must mean nothing at all. Maybe it's a, a flashback and back to um, what's his name that was obsessed with her from earlier in the series. But Mashimo's into roses. Yeah, I know, but maybe like. I don't know. Maybe she just had some good sunflower seeds and was like, I want to think about sunflowers. Yeah, that makes sense. She had like the ones with like the dill pickle flavor stuff on there. So, uh, Haman asks Glimmy what happened to Lena, uh, and he doesn't really respond. He, he responds with saying like, oh, she's just a kid. And Haman doesn't, like, I don't know. It, it was, a, it was a weird interaction. Um, and Haman's she's, like she's kind of trying to, I think, poke at him. Like, yeah. Oh, is that is that's really cold coming from you? That's kind of a surprise. But he he keeps his cool. But she's provoking him a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So Haman announces that she is going to take over the Titan facilities, and Glimmy's job is to take over the Karaba facilities. Um, so this is more. I think we we talked about this like two or three episodes ago. Um, where, you know, the, there are still remnants and there's still facilities out there. Um, and even though, you know, she's in a good position on earth right now, they're going to get more and more resources. So she's going to take that Titan stuff while Glimmy, um, does his thing. Um, so back to the Argama, Judo is saying that nobody understands him. Uh, and he's obviously distressed and, um, you know, there's a back and forth where Paul basically says like, I can't replace Lena. So this is actually better than at the end of the last episode where she's like, I will replace Lena. <laughs> um, this time she says, I can't replace Lena, but I can still be your little sister. Sure. And I don't want you to hit me again. So I'm going to say the same thing slightly different. Yeah. But he seems to actually take her up on that one. Like he's like... He doesn't say yes, but he kind of like 
relaxes into her, you know, like he's like, I, he's like, I, I do need somebody to like comfort me and make me feel better because I feel like shit. Well, I think he understands that Paul is like, she does not communicate normally and she does not like have her like brain straight. He knows this, like he understands this. He's, he's been the one that's been able to communicate with her the most so far. So, I mean, I think he kind of, they're speaking kind of the same language. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Glemmy's crew is going to go attack El Galea. Um, I don't think we've ever actually heard of El Galea before. Um, but it is a Caraba base or former Caraba base. Now, and that is a real place in Algeria, uh, which is in North Africa. Um, you know, a little bit east of were Yeah, I mean, obviously it's obviously south as well, but it's like southeast of Spain and the Strait of Gibraltar and that kind of thing. Um, in modern times, it is called El Menea. El Menea, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. The former name is El Galea. Um, it says on Wikipedia, together in Arabic, the two, may, the two names mean impregnable castle. And honestly, looking at the picture of it on Wikipedia, it Showed represents it pretty accurately. Cool. It's it's a desert um, town. So um, August leads the Dreisen team to attack and wants to become uh, a, a a person that Haman can rely on and, and leverage. Um, and Glimmy thinks that August is watching him for Haman. So I don't think we've seen any. Uh, direct support of that, that, that uh, August is a Haman plant. But um, I mean, just the way things, August definitely has more sympathies with Haman than he does with Glimmy. So um, at the very least, August seems to be like on Glimmy's level of maybe not like a step below, but not in maybe in his like direct chain of command. Um, so, uh, Beach and Mondo say that are, are talking to each other and they're saying that Judo or Rue is being too hard on Judo. Um, and as this happens, Rue drops a wrench down as she's working on her suit. Um, and Beecha is like, all right, I'm going to fuck with her cause I'm pissed off that she's being mean to my friend. And he's like, oh, here, I'll throw the wrench up to you. And She's leaning over to catch it. He throws it, but just a little bit short. So she almost falls off of the um, the edge that as she tries to grab it. Um, and then uh, Rue gets pissed and, you know, comes down and starts arguing with uh, Beach and Mondo and says that she was just trying to watch out for Judo. She had his back and just wants to wants everything to be better with him and he needs to grow up. Um, and then Eno jumps in the argument and says to Beach and Mondo that Rue isn't completely wrong. And if, uh, Judo could grow up some, he'd be more useful to the Argum as a powerful new type. Um, and then Rue and Mondo get into it and, uh, Mondo tries to like push Rue to it. She just punches him in the face and knocks him away. Um, 
And then we get into this, uh, we see Bright very briefly talking, and he says, yes, Pole should be treated like a prisoner. And then right as he says that, we get a incoming transmission from the Arg- uh, from the from Karaba saying that the Argama needs to head to uh, El Galea uh, and to fight the Neo Zeon force um, that is going to attack El Galea. Um, do you guys get anything from the 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 comment about Pole being treated as a prisoner? I mean. It seemed, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like they they say these things and then there's there's a, more of a point to it, but it doesn't seem like there's a point to it in this one. I think it's just a throwaway line of dialogue, and maybe if I had to guess why someone would choose this one, it maybe the line of thought is: Wouldn't anyone on the Argama be thinking about everything that's happened with these? random cyber new types that people bring in about how they're being treated and let roam free and whatnot. And it almost sounds like he's saying, well, yes, of course we should be, but he's, he's not. Yeah. I mean, the Argama and prisoner security, it's not his priority at all. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, rude, Jumps into a core fighter and takes off. Um, Bright is pissed uh, about the situation and uh, all the other suits take off as well. So he, he launches everybody, essentially. Um, and uh, now I think this is actually the first time we get Mondo's last name. Did we get it? What was it? Yeah, uh, Agake. Agake. He launches in the Mark II and he says his last name. And I, I'm pretty sure... I, I mean, I certainly didn't have it memorized because it's rarely mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I don't think I ever heard it either. It, it, at least, not in any way that I would have recognized. Yeah, I I just ne- almost never remember their first names or their last names unless it's bright and it's weird because whatever. Um, so yeah, everybody takes off. Um, and then judo actually takes off as well. So, um, as he's taking off, we kind of get a flash, a brief flashback to where, um, Paul was talking to him saying that he, that he thinks that she thinks that Rue was just, was in the right trying to motivate him to get out there and that it would make, you know, you know, a happy judo is a better judo essentially. Um, so yeah, he's. He's trying to get motivated and uh, get out of his funk. I like uh, Astonage's expression because he's a little bit surprised that Judo's taking off as in, but not a, it's like a good surprise. Yeah. It's a, Hey, and you know, and he just says, I, I just didn't want to hang out in my room. And I, I guess maybe Astonage is thinking of Camille. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, good for you, dude. Like, <laughs> Wow, this kid has some emotional maturity. He, like Astonage is like you see like this wave of like reassurance on him. Like, oh, okay, all right, you're somewhat level. Thank God. Judo continues to prove himself to be one of the more sane pilots, uh, new type pilots. <laughs> um, he's like the least new typey though, I guess. Right? Like, 
they keep, they're even making comments about about how he's not a real new type in the show. I mean, he is, but you know what I mean. He's like the less like the least stereotypical new type. Well, I think he's. It's a way of showing how he's coming into a significant control over it faster than an Amaro or a Camille did in a similar situation uh, by the way he's showing emotional maturity moving on quickly from a perceived loss. Like you think about Camille when his parents went, right. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think that's all it's really trying to show is like, he's, he's grounded enough and has a, like all the, the other cast of characters and kids, that's his support system. Yeah. And they have their foster dad, bright Noah, like as he's another part of that support system and it's showing how all of that is, is helping not just prop him up, but you know, help him mature as a, as a person. Yeah. So Rue, who has head out, headed out ahead of everybody else, um, gets surrounded and attacked by the Dryzen squad. Um, she's not able to hurt them. Um, Really, I mean, she she tries to, but she is she defends herself. Um, and Glimmy orders the Dryson Scott squad to go ahead and go attack the city while he deals with her. Um, and then as this happens, the rest of the Gundam team shows up. Um, well, and this it's, it's uh, uh, L shows up in the Zeta. Well, they all show to up to help. Well, L shows up first, yeah, which is and that's the reason Rue is able to not get totally pumped in a, just a core fighter. Yeah. And that's August says, Hey, I'll handle the Zeta. You guys go ahead. And then everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So Beach and Mondo announced that they are going to use uh ruse core fighter as a shield in order to uh, stop Glimmy. Um, I don't we think say Ru- human shields would be a theme. I, I did. <laughs> and here, here we go. Human shield. They do at least have a good reason. Like they know that, like she's kind of, she wouldn't be considered fodder for Glimmy. In, in that, she'd be some sort of fodder for Glimmy. Well, <laughs> um. So yeah. So, uh, so they there's a scene where they basically are trying to catch her and keep bumping into each other. And, and Rue's like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and, but the Yakushiki finally manages to grab the core fighter and he holds it right in front of him. And it's uh, like w- walking towards Glimmy and, and announces that, you know, Rue is in the fighter. Uh, and, you know, they're all pissed off at, at each other for various reasons. Uh, this is definitely not helping the situation, but it works. So the Yakushiki tackles the Bawu and Ru jumps out of the core fighter as Bicha stabs and blows up the Bawu. Um, so Glimmy does manage to get out and survive. It's uh, because he sees, he sees Ru get out and he goes, yeah. Oh, it is Ru. And he runs after her. And it's just happenstance that he even does it. Uh, because, yeah. And then Bicha's yep. like, Oh, I'm going to do the killing blow and he actually finishes it. It's just someone got out of the cockpit. Yep. His plan worked. His plan worked. 
Um, so Bright orders the Gundam team to head to El Galea as the Dryson squad is now attacking uh, the city. Um, Judo man sees all of this and he is starting to get pissed um, and Paul tries to calm him down, you know, using new type communique uh, and reminds him that if he wants to stop it, then he needs to uh, regain his will to fight. And he kind of has the flashback to uh, Rue saying that quote um, earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's, he's seeing like these corpses in the street. Yeah. You know, and he's, uh, it's funny because it, when, when Paul first senses judo kind of getting, getting mad, like it actually makes her head hurt for yeah. once. And, um, you know, he's, yeah, he's just getting so ticked off at him. And it's, it's funny because he's looking at these corpses in the animation. It's just his right eye is like twitching. <laughs> like that's the only sign of any anger you get. This is just his eye twitching. It's, it's one of those, another, uh, you mentioned in the last one, you can't decide if you like, if that was like stupid or if you really loved it. And I, I'm, I'm kind of there on that. It's a little bit like Chinibio, but. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny how they go from like, you know, some, some of the lighter hearted stuff and then to like something that, that feels like it's a little bit over dramatic. Yeah. Like it's okay. That's heavy, but. Well, all right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He says, "All right, you know, time to time to time to go fuck him up. Let's do this." Yeah. So, uh, Judo and Eno attack the Dryson squad and take out a few of the uh, Drysons as uh, the rest of the team approaches the city. Uh, and as they, as August notices the rest of the team approaching the city, he orders the team to retreat, saying that they've gotten yeah. their objective done anyway. He says, "We were definitely successful. Let's leave." <laughs> yeah leave to fight again another day um and then the gundam team shows up and starts putting out uh fires in the village um we see we, we pop back to glimmy who is uh wandering and moping in the desert as he curses at august as he sees the dryson what what's left of the dryson squad uh fly fly by um and we learn that Rue never returned to the Argama and um, he doesn't, and Bright isn't actually pissed that Rue didn't come back. He's pissed that she took the the fighter. He's yeah. like, that's a weapon that my ship could use. And this bitch took it. Yeah. I was, th- I was thinking about it earlier when they were sending people out and, and like how inefficiently they're using pilots to get the, the devil's data to places. It takes like three pilots to get into places. And then like they flew a pilot and a chunk, you know, are they ever going to learn that they just need to launch the double Zeta and double Zeta form? Maybe. Yeah, this is maybe the reason he doesn't care about Rue is he's thinking about the inefficiency of the double Zeta. And he's just like, Anaheim, your four <laughs> planes as one plane system is really stupid. And, uh, it's funny because he's, well, I mean, it tells us a couple of things, but it does tell us for one, that it's another, uh, difference between how Rue is um, like classified in all the characters' minds versus everyone else. Like to Bright, like she's not one of the misfit children. So sort of. I think, no. yeah, and I think that's why he has this attitude towards her. And the kids all seem kind of shocked, but before they can like really act on anything, Bright just goes full on into dad captain mode. 
and like calms everyone down. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, you guys, hey, you know, did a good job, everybody. Hey, Keith Ron, we heard from the Aldumba. You know, just going about her day. Somebody get me a burger. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like, ah, oh, fuck Rue, but but you know, Judo, you did a great job. You you did fine. <laughs> Kids did good. Everybody else did good. Keith Ron, what's up? <laughs> Um, so El and Eno tell everybody about, uh, Beecha and Mondo trolling Rue and basically imply that it's, you know, their fault what happened. Uh, but Judo takes it upon himself because he was like, listen, it was, or at least he kind of says like, this is my fault because I was the one that was what everybody was fighting over, essentially. Like I was the, uh, the impetus for that. Don't know if it's his fault, but. I don't think it was his fault. I mean, his sister died, right? Like, somebody, somebody's going to be upset about that, especially if, like, you know, they were. Well, like, they, his sister died, and he hadn't even gotten back to the ship, and they're like, why are you so She's like, why are you so sad? And he's like, it, it was 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I watched her blow up. What the fuck, man? I watched her blow up 10 minutes ago after spending six months looking. Yeah. And you threw her shoe in the fire. <laughs> like I could have had her. <laughs> the last thing I had of her. I, I could have cloned her with that blood. Glemmy could have. <laughs> um, yeah. So we we flashed to uh, Rue talking about uh, not letting sadness overtake Judo. Um, and that, you know, she hopes he's okay uh, as she escapes in... Did she get the core fighter back and just fly away in it again? Or you you skipped over that, and I didn't feel like calling it out. Yeah. Uh, so when Glemmy is like running after her, somehow the core fighter is like I, I guess Beecha like dislodges it. Yeah, it was weird because I, I remember like, I think oh the, I think like the first like little explosion knocks it away or something, but Rue is able to go and get back in it. Okay, and then Glemmy's running up to it like oh Rue, and then the that like first explosion uh, makes him just like face plant next to it. So it's it's actually kind of a funny like visual because you have Glemmy just like face on the dirt, and then Rue's like bye. Yeah, it was a, like a confusing little scene because I wasn't sure if like she got the core fighter back at that point or if it was like some other fighter that was in the area just based off the way that it was animated. But uh, no, it was, it was definitely the core fighter. The only part unclear to me was exactly when and how it got dislodged and yeah. available for her to get back in, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she uh, flies off in her core fighter uh, to, to fight another day or at least have another like episode. We'll see. Uh, coming up soon. Yeah, the show was not canceled after this, so there yeah. are more episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this one is a, is a little weird episode. It's in between two two parters, so that's why we're only doing one one this week. But um, yeah, it was kind of it's it's like the transition of yeah, we need to acknowledge that uh, Judo lost Lena, but we also need to like move things further a little bit more. So, yep. And we've really full on completely pivoted at this point. I mean, this really starts with when they get to Earth, but one hundred percent have pivoted into back into space opera mode. Even yep. though we're on Earth now, you know, same difference. 
Earth Space Opera. Space yep. Earth Opera. Didn't get to knock Jared down Kilimanjaro this time, though. <laughs> they do spend a lot of time in Africa. Yeah, I, it's a actually thing. every series in Gundam seems to spend time in Africa. It's kind of interesting. Well, it's you're gonna. Yeah, I, I think what they're doing is they're taking approach vectors near the equator, and yeah. in the first series they land in North America. And in the second series, they're near Jaburo. So they're going, well, what other land is there? Oh, hey, there's Africa. We'll do that. And Dakar is what they're trying to do. So, you know, it prevents that whole, we need to circumnavigate the globe to go, to go yes. you know, a thousand miles south. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I enjoyed that um, they didn't do this for Seed, but for Seed, Destiny in the bonus material in like the hardcover book, they give you like maps, like of by episode where like the different ships and stuff are. There I, was were, like, I, I think there was is... one for um, Origin or not the maybe the manga or. Maybe the original mo- mobile suit Gundam that f- that showed like where they went as they yeah. went. Yeah, I really uh, that's material I would love to have in like every DVD and Blu-ray of of these things. Is you can look like if you're having trouble contextualizing where things are, like, like what episode you're in, what faction you're following, here's where they are and stuff. Uh, this is that was a really cool piece of extra material. I was like that. I'm I'm so glad they put this in here. Yeah. Cool. You guys got anything else? No. We will see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for following along. Catch us on Twitter at UtahFlashPod and wherever else we post uh, information about this podcast. Uh, Feel free to communicate with us and uh, ask us questions. Put the video on Pornhub. It is. Oh, I don't know. What's our What's our model rank? There's a rank. Probably. Triple A. Pretty sure we would. I don't know if it has a dislike, but I'm pretty sure we get a lot of dislikes. You can't see the number anymore, so. It's- All right. See you guys in two weeks. Thanks. Bye.